said it. You just have to believe it. And that's it. Dr. Anthony L. Trice, dedicated to sound teaching, strong training, leadership, and development. Prayers are being answered and testimonies all around the world. Helping change one life at a time. Find out how to be a partner with Anthony Trice Ministerial Network. And thank you for tuning in for today's message. Because food is killing you. Now continuing in the word with Dr. Anthony L. Trice. You gotta grow up. Say neighbor, you have to grow up. Neighbor, you if, if you're gonna walk with God at some point you gotta mature because you're gonna have to endure hardship as a good soldier. You're gonna have some uncomfortable situations. You're gonna have some situations as a Christian, I know people don't preach this, that's not gonna be comfortable to your flesh. And God wants you to endure that because it's the making of you. I know you think you're deep and wonderful. You really find out where you at when something happens. Not when everything going good. Read. And submit thyself under her hand. Nobody told her, go back and submit to her. I know she's been mistreating you, but you need to go back and come subject. Because your destiny depends upon it. Read. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Be, um, and the angel of the Lord said unto her, I will multiply thy seed exceedingly. Watch this. If you go back and, get, and come subject, then I will multiply thee exceedingly. Yes. See, so that lets me know if she didn't go back, she will not be multiplied. Y'all see this? Because we think we just go on, God will keep blessing me. No, He's going to keep blessing you. You're out the will of God. Read. That it shall not be numbered for multitude. Read. And the angel of the Lord said unto her, Behold, thou art with child. You, you are pregnant. And shall bear a son, and shall call his name Ishmael, because the Lord hath heard thy affliction. I want you to see, when you don't come subject, you can create a mess for yourself. Now, now this sounds like some soap opera stuff. Because you told me to sleep with your husband. I did what you said. Now you despise me. You can get messed up dealing with folks. I'm telling you. People will mess you up. Now you're going to tell me to commit adultery, and I did at your request. Now your, your husband pregnant. You know what? I'm going to like this. You know what, you know what the issue is? Emotions. And we all have. But you better kill that mess because it'll kill you. Read. And he will be a wild man. He going to be what type of man? Read. His hand will be against every man. You know why he going to be wild? Because this didn't come from the spirit. This came from the flesh. And when you do something in the flesh, don't expect for it to work. It's not for work. Read. And every man's hand against him. Uh-huh. And he shall dwell in the presence of all his brethren. Read. And she called the name of the Lord that spake unto her, Thou good, thou God seest me. For she said, Have I also here looked after him that seeth me? Wherefore, the well was called Beer. Behold, uh -huh. it is between Kadesh and Berea. Verse 15. And Hagar bare Abram a son. 
And Abram called his son's name, which Hagar bare Ishmael. Ishmael. And he was the divine son. He wasn't a son that came from the spirit. We can mess our lives up by our choices. Let me say that again. You can mess your life up by your choices. And see, this, this is the problem. When you're making a choice, you don't think about the future. You just think it for right now. When you lay down with somebody, you ain't thinking about, I can catch AIDS. Because all you can concerned about is getting a feeling at that moment. Ah. We need to talk about real stuff. Like that. I don't need to be here about Peter walking the water. I need to be taught how to handle my flesh. Because my flesh and my mind is out of control. We need to deal with real stuff. Because we sure look at a mess. I said, we sure look at a mess. In this city right here, we got a mess. Because you know what? It's all emotions, no truth, wrong mindset, wrong attitude, taking advantage of our authority. That's why we got chaos. That's why people are marching. That's why people are getting shot. Because we're not dealing with stuff honestly. All you have to do, this is this, this, this how you get stuff resolved. Admit I was wrong. Just admit I did something that I shouldn't have did. I'm sorry. I got to suffer the consequences. But when you keep justifying, you're wrong. Nobody going to get healed. Saul, kill Amalek. Amalek means warlike. 
You know what, you know what our Amalek is today? Our flesh. It ain't, listen, our real enemy ain't the devil. Your real enemy is your flesh. Is you. Because if you conquer you, you can conquer the devil. But if you can't conquer you, you sure enough can't do nothing with the devil. So he said, kill Amalek. So that's something that you need to kill after you get saved. Y'all quiet? Amen. Cigarettes, you can kill them. Yes. If you don't kill them cigarettes, they're going to kill you. Yes. That bottle you hooked on, the Hennessy and Gin, you better kill it or it's going to kill you. Some of us need to kill some food. Some of us need to put our fork down. Because food is killing you. I'm serious. There's some food that's killing you. You got high blood pressure. You stay eating pork every other day. We're going to utilize you in a minute. That's just foolishness. And does it hurt to do that? Yes. Because your taste buds are used to pork. But it gives you high blood pressure. Blood pressure already high. So you got to make a choice. Either I'm going to kill this or it's going to kill me. So you're in the battle. You got you think wrong, your thinking messed up. If you don't kill that out, it's gonna kill you. You just think you got a certain mentality about life that will kill you. Read. And utterly destroy all that they have. Now notice the prophet said, kill everything. Don't don't let nothing live. Read. And spare them not. Uh-huh. But slay both man and woman, infant and suckling, ox and sheep. He said, kill everything. And Verse 4. And Saul gathered the people together. He gathered the people together, uh-huh. And numbered them into land. Read. 200,000 footmen and 10,000 men of Judah. So he had a lot of soldiers under his authority. So he had a lot of responsibility. Read. And Saul came to a city of Amalek. Uh-huh. And laid wait in the valley. Verse 6. And Saul said unto the Kenites, Go, depart, get ye down from among the Amalekites. Least I destroy you with them. Read. For ye showed kindness to all the children of Israel when they came up out of Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites. Verse 7. And Saul smote the Amalekites. He started out doing what God said. I see he started out. Come on. Read. From Havilah until thou comest to shore that is over against Egypt. He was doing real good, wasn't he? Read. And he took Agag, the king of the Amalekites. Oh, he getting off. He done got off already. First assignment, no character, so he couldn't have it. And see, we think we can do certain things, but if you don't have a character for it, you can't do it. Read. He took Agag alive. He took the king alive. Didn't God say kill him? But he took him alive. Read. And utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. Uh-huh. But Saul and the people spared Agag. He was in cahoots with the people he was leading. And as a leader, you can't be common with the people you over. Read. And the best of the sheep and of the oxen and of the fatlings and of the lambs and all that was good. Watch this. Stuff that he liked when he got over there, he kept that. The stuff he didn't like, he killed it. God told you to bless somebody. You give somebody some shoes you don't want. 
What about giving the machines each other ball? You're going to steal that. I just blessed so much of them. You had them clothes for 20 years. It's easy to get them away, but what about these clothes with the tags on? See, stuff we like, we keep. But stuff we don't like, we get rid of, and we think we obey God. Now, God told you to let him go 20 years ago. Now, you walking down the highway. God told you to let her go a long time ago. What you want to do? So now you walk down the highway. Because that's feel good to your flesh. It ain't good for you, but it's good for your flesh. I said this this morning, they were laughing. <sighs> if I'm going to sin, if I just say I'm going to let them sin, I'm going to do something, I'm going to get somebody who got something. Let me explain what I'm saying. You, li you, you live in a sin with some man, and he ain't got nothing. At least he's going to have a six-figure job and a nice car. I may be in sin, but he got something to offer me. But I'm in sin and he's standing in my basement. And he don't eat on the bus. But I'm in sin. So if you're going to live in sin anyway, why don't you live in sin with somebody who's doing something for you? Hi, I'm Dr. Anthony L. Trice. I'm the senior pastor of Covenant for Life Christian Center Church in St. Louis. I have some exciting news. I just finished my new book, Integrity, The Missing Ingredient. This is a life-changing book. This is a book about the story of Job. Job chapter 1 talks about how Job was upright. That means he was a man that can be trusted. He was a man of integrity. I discovered when God can trust you, he'll give you the world. And Job showed in Job chapter 1 how prosperous Job was because God was able to trust Job because Job was a man of integrity. So go to my website and order my new book, Integrity, The Missing Ingredient, at anthonytrice.org, or you can go to lifeway.org. God bless you. God was grieved 
that he even made Saul out of a preacher. Because he, he brought embarrassment to God. Read. For he has turned back from following me. He done bashed it already. First assignment, couple of things, now he off. You know what? He don't have any character. And we put more on people's gifts and titles in church than we do on character. Yeah. I don't care. You ain't got to have no character as long as you can preach. As long as you can bring some money in. Read. And have not performed my commandments. Read. And it grieved Samuel, and he cried unto the Lord all night. Read verse 12. And when Samuel rose early to meet Saul in the morning, it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he sent him up a place. And has gone about and passed on and gone down to Gilgal. Now watch this, verse 13. And Samuel came to Saul, and Saul said unto him, Blessed be thou of the Lord. Now watch this. He did vastly walking in disobedience. Praise the Lord. Shut up. <laughs> That's why when people they do me like that, I just say, How you doing? Don't come to me talking no praise the Lord. <laughs> watch this. You said praise the Lord. But you shacking with some man. You said praise the Lord, but you molesting some little child. Y'all talking about the me. Don't be talking no praise the Lord. Just speak how you doing. How you doing? Don't get deep on me. And you know you out the will of God. And you in rebellion. And you stubborn. And I see you in six months. I'm praying for a Read. For 
for the people's bear the best of the sheep and of look the at, Look at it. He's not even being responsible. He said the people's bear. No, you you the leader. God gave you the command. Read. To sacrifice unto the Lord thy God. And the rest we have utterly destroyed. Verse 16. Then Samuel said unto Saul, Stay. Stay right here because right now I can't deal with you. And I need to go and pray and see what God is saying. And that's so folks, instead of you continuing the conversation, you say, hey, wait, let me get back to you. Yeah. And see, some ain't right about this. But we won't do that. We just follow along with their lie. Because we weak and we don't like to stand up for the truth. And, and I, I will admit to you, it is uncomfortable when you're dealing with folks when they ain't right. Amen. But when you get used to doing it, you can do it. And you know what they say? Like I said, Bobby, he hard. No, I'm, I'm used to dealing with crooks. <laughs> and I'm not intimidated by you. But, but when you're dealing with people that's not right, and you're not really strong spiritually, it intimidates you. Y'all quiet. And you become passive. Instead of just saying, hey, that's wrong, and I can't do that, and you right. It makes you feel uncomfortable. I know what I'm talking about. Read. And I will tell thee what the Lord has said to me this night. Give me one second. I'm going to see what God said. I'm going to come and tell you what he tells me to tell you. Read. And he said unto him, Say on. Uh -huh. And Samuel said, When thou was little in thy own sight. When you was in the ghetto. Was thou not made the head of the tribe? And I gave you an opportunity to prove yourself. Read. And the Lord anointed thee king over Israel. Uh-huh. And the Lord sent thee on a journey and said, Go, and utterly destroy the sinners and the Amalekites, and fight against them until they be consumed. Now watch this. Saul is in rebellion toward God. Read. Wherefore then did thou not obey the voice of the Lord, but did fly upon the spoil, and did evil in the sight of the Lord? Verse 20. And Saul said unto Samuel, yeah, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. He's sticking to his lie. Because he used to lie. He's been lying all his life. As a matter of fact, this was his character. Because he got a position prematurely. I see he like a lot, a lot of people today. He's got all these people sleeping around because God didn't put them in that position. Somebody else did. Because when God put you in a position, He's going to make sure you didn't conquer some stuff. Amen. That's my point. Yeah. You may not be perfect, yeah. but some areas you shouldn't have a problem with after the fact. Come on now. Come on now. Read. And have gone the way which the Lord sent me. Uh-huh. And have brought Agag the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. Verse 21. But the people took of the spoil. He's still, he's steady blaming people. Mm -hmm. But you the leader, man. You can't, you can't put on the people. When, when you are in authority or responsible for something, it falls back on you. I don't care what people do. That's why if they ain't doing right, you need to get rid of them. Read. They took sheep and oxen, uh -huh. the chief of the things which should have been utterly destroyed. Read. To sacrifice unto the Lord thy God in Gilgal. Verse 22. And Samuel said, Have the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of rams. You know what he's saying? It's better for you to just do what I say instead of you just going through the motions like you act like you don't know what I'm saying. And a lot of folks, they go through the motion 
And on the surface, it looked like they're obeying God. Yeah. But God really knows where you, where, whether you're doing this out of an honest heart or you're just trying to front in front of people. Come on, God. That's what I'm saying, man. We have to be honest with ourselves. And it's like it's hard for people just to admit that they the way they are. I ain't saying you got to beat yourself up, but if you got an issue and you struggle with something, admit that so you can get some help instead of being in denial about how you are. That's my point. And you have to take personal responsibility for your own self. Stop worrying about that. Other, we, we always in somebody else's business. The Bible says don't be busy body in other men's You got your own stuff to deal with. How you worry about somebody else's body? How are you overly concerned or something about somebody else's children? Oh, your children messed up. Y'all don't think that. Don't talk about my children. I'm fit to. Watch this. I'm going to show you how we are. You and somebody else's face, but you won't get in your kids' face. Your kids running your house at, at 15, 14, but you want to come to church and put everybody in order. Sit down. And deal with the folk in your house. I know y'all ain't like that. Don't y'all see this out of order? I'm telling you stuff, but then I'm looking at you how you deal with your kids and you scared of your kids. I wouldn't even want to say nothing to you. I would be too embarrassed to be trying to tell somebody what to do. And you can't tell your kids what to do in your house. Watch this. Y'all ready for this? Your kids don't even come to church. And they ain't living in your house. I had this thought this morning when I was sitting back there in Sunday school. You know what came to me? I said, I let children Sunday school to drive all the way up. And I said, I wonder where these people's kids at. But our kids are being slaughtered in the streets. You can take them to football games, soccer games, Boy Scouts, but you can't bring them to church. Listen, when I was in my mother's house, I was grown. I still had to go to church. How your kids, teenagers, at home on Sunday and you at church shouting this? Sit down. If your children grown and they're in your house, when you leave out, they need to leave out. But you want to come try and tell me something? Sit down. Get out of my face. Y'all quiet. I'm telling you some real stuff. But you, your nose and other folks did. Talk about it. Where your kids at? You don't know. When you dealing with teenagers, you have to get them ultimatums. This is how we're going to do it up in here. You got to wash dishes, you got to clean up, you got to go to church or something. I don't want to do it. Get out. I'm grown, but grown people got their own place. Don't come tell me you're grown when you're up under my roof. You eat my food. Read. For rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. Anytime you're in rebellion toward the truth, 
taught authority, you're practicing witchcraft. When we think about witchcraft, we think about somebody with a broom and a black hat. No, it's some witches fine. It's some fine witches. It's some witches at 36, 24, 36. Fine lots happen. They corrupt on the inside. It's some handsome warlocks. Six figure income. Nice car. But he's a warlock. He practicing witchcraft. He chanting at night. Playing with a voodoo doll. Playing with Ouija boards. Handsome though. But you don't know that side of him. Because you blind spiritually. Hi, I'm Dr. Anthony L. Trice. I'm the senior pastor of Covenant for Life Christian Center Church in St. Louis. I have some exciting news. I just finished my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient. This is a life-changing book. This is a book about the story of Job. Job chapter 1 talks about how Job was upright. That means he was a man that can be trusted. He was a man of integrity. I discovered when God can trust you, he'll give you the world. And Job showed in Job chapter 1 how prosperous Job was because God was able to trust Job because Job was a man of integrity. So go to my website and order my new book, Integrity, the Missing Ingredient, at anthonytrice.org or you can go to lifeway.org. God bless you. Thank you for watching today's broadcast. If ever in St. Louis area, please come visit Covenant for Life Christian Center at 7200 West Florissant, St. Louis, Missouri, 63136. Or give us a call at 314-659-8522. For more information on how to get connected, write to us or visit us online at anthonytrice.org. And we thank you for your continued support.